great system meets user expectation prevent errors and build trust that's where user really accept that system and trust whatever the system is suggesting Hi everyone thanks for tuning into Node Job Design to help support our mission spread knowledge we have a very special guest on today's episode let's welcome Ria Thosra who is a passionate product design leader with over 20 years of global industry experience where she had designed consumer and enterprise products for wide range of industries and for global audiences with companies like SAP LinkedIn and NetApp she believes in evangelizing design and she volunteers to coach high school students on career in design and conduct various workshops on human centered and collaborative problem solving using design thinking methods methodologies In this episode Ria had shared great insights on UX for machine learning where we had discussed on what exactly is ML based user experience design and how to understand user needs and emotion in these scenarios. We also spoke on the process that one must follow for designing these experiences where machine learning based products or services are involved. And in the end we spoke on how machine learning can be implemented for better user experience to the end user and how to leverage design thinking methodology to scale ML based products and services. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and on every Friday we release new episodes with different creative leaders from around the world to help you better understand different concepts related to design. So don't forget to tune in into Notes of Design every Friday. With that being said, happy designing everyone. Hi Ria, welcome to Notes of Design. It's pleasure hosting you today on our show. Hey, thanks Tej. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure to be on this show and share my experience with the wider design community. Thank you so much Ria. So if you could give a brief about yourself to our audience out there. Yeah, sure. So I'm in this exciting design space for over two decades now. I come from a multidisciplinary design background and settled in user experience design for last 20 years. During this period, I have worked across industries and geographies, set up global distributed design teams and evangelize design at some of the leading organizations designing products experiences for many global consumer and enterprise customers and worked in consulting and product space and to extend my passion uh, for design i mentor young designers in the global design community and conduct design thinking workshop for uh, middle and high schoolers and at sap i have been wearing multiple hats like design manager design lead focusing on improving end to end customer journey for uh, sales and service cloud and innovation lead focusing on machine learning space to build an intelligent enterprise cloud experience for sap customers and when i am not designing products uh, you will find me painting in my home studio or on ipad or practicing or meditation and yoga thank you so much riya so what was your journey into design and how did you start and what are your tips to the beginners on how to start uh, so i have done my graduation in advertising uh, i worked in advertising agencies while i was uh, completing my graduation uh, to gain the practical knowledge during this formative years of my career i explored different design disciplines learned new methodologies worked with new technologies and explored the application of design through different mediums my first job was with uh, with an agency who used to make motion graphics and animation that was my first introduction to digital world in 1995 uh, the time when we used to copy the data on floppy disk i got fascinated by the power of digital and amazing opportunities to explore 
more in that field. I was also doing digital animation for kids and TV serials and uh, advertisements that time and wanted to learn animation in more traditional way to refine my anima- animation skills. So I joined one of the top animation studio in Mumbai. After that, I got an opportunity to work in e-learning field. And that that's where I actually got to learn the concept of graphic user interface. I won't say it was a fully user-centered design at that time, but uh, the courses were uh, designed for certain target audiences. Uh, and while I was working in e-learning, I got an opportunity to join a US-based uh, firm who was specialized in user-centered design as a uh, user-centered design. And um, I got a job offered as a founding member to establish their India operations in 2000. In 2000, UX was a still new field in the in India. And um, so I would say I was fortunate enough to get into UX game very early. The learning from 2000 till now is extremely satisfying as a designer and as a design leader. As a designer, I would say I enjoy uh, I enjoyed working across different industry, uh, different customers, different form factors, different technology, uh, refining and defining processes that helped me and my team to be successful uh, and collaborating with different teams while building awesome product experiences. As a leader, I got an opportunity to build and nurture large design practices and mentor designer at all level, guiding them towards success and individual growth. I'm passionate about kids. So I just mentioned that I uh, conduct a lot of workshops for uh, high school kids. Uh, I work with a lot of nonprofit organization to conduct these workshops. And uh, my goal is to help young students and teach them the concept of design thinking to solve uh, problem solving uh, skills. I feel it is very important who you work with during this your journey as uh, it shapes up your personality uh, as an individual as well as as a professional. I have been so fortunate to have great coaches and mentors who shared guidance along the way while I'm working as a graphic designer, as an animator, as a UX designer, and as a design leader. So learning from each individual uh, really helped me gain design maturity, confidence to explore, and ability to balance art and science behind it. Now, tips for young designers, I would say, first thing, don't be up afraid of exploring something new that you are not comfortable with. That's where you learn something new and new opportunities open up. Second, know your strengths and make decisions about your career path wisely. Look for what really excites you and you will get an answer to what to choose. Be curious and keep learning. Be consistent without getting tired. So these are the mantras which I have been following and I it really helped me in my career. So I, I hope it helps others also. Thank you so much, Ria. So let's begin our discussion today on UX for machine learning. So what is ML-based user experience design and how do you understand the user needs and emotions in these scenarios? So um, I would say the name machine learning itself explain what we as a designer need to do when designing an ML-based user experience, right? So in collaboration with product management and engineering, the designer must augment machine to learn about users 
and their needs so the machine can augment users so it's this is something when i had no clue about machine learning i just kept this in mind so that made all the concepts very simple for me i would say the process of understanding user need doesn't really change what we usually follow in the user centered design approach by doing empathy mapping and those activities but what difference i found is understanding what ml parameters we are going to map on the user need then what is the ml intent and how it would help your users if it is uh, to basically accelerate the research and discovery uh, to enrich your interactions or anticipate uh, the actions or recommend something with a confidence or detect any liabilities or mitigate any risks so what is your intent that is very important to understand what is the unique problem uh, that we are trying to solve for the user using machine learning that that can be solved by human capacity because that is very important why otherwise machine learning is required otherwise it can be done via normal design also right so these are the questions i feel are critical another very important aspect uh, we always as a designer have to keep in mind is how would you how would your business benefit from the intent above because finally business also needs to make money so that is equally important that your align with your business goals and as i as i say like great system meets user expectation prevent errors and build trust that's where user really accept that system and trust whatever the system is suggesting you so what is the process that one must follow while designing experiences for machine learning based products or services so as i say uh, said that Uh, the process is not very different from the user centered design process uh, the following design thinking framework definitely adds a structure to your problem problem solving approach the only difference i felt is the way designer needs to collaborate with the product management and engineering and the kind of question we should ask to understand why ml how it is going to solve users and business problem uniquely and uh, collaboration i feel it's extremely critical factor here because uh, you are trying to augment machine for user needs so as a designer you need to think from the users as well as machine's perspective while keeping the business goal in mind so there is a lot of alignment that you have to uh, juggle with but yeah it's fun um, so as long as we keep things uh, all these questions in mind it's really uh, the process again i follow it's a, a standard design thinking process there is nothing different apart from the questions uh, the focus and parameters i talked about is uh, first you have to know the business and user goal understand user needs their pain points what define and this is something i would say the additional thing that we have to understand in machine learning is define what is user intent and intent i talked about earlier what kind of intent i'm saying uh, define a design guideline guiding principles for ml experience for example like hyper personalization or intelligent automation or trust Uh, meaningful data of course trust and meaningful data is the heart and soul of it it should be there but just to keep you aligned when you are going through this design process these these are the guiding principle design guiding principles keep you aligned with that next is identifying what type of data we need what type of data we need and we have then um, I also worked with a product team um, to actually prepare the experience for training a model. So how do you train the model? You actually have to prepare a checklist uh, which when you train the model it 
goes through that checklist and then it confirms that whatever data you have is a good data and your model can be trained on that. So something like that, you need that guidance. Looking at the end-to-end customer journey and identifying the potential to embedded machine learning. So where can you really add machine learning in that normal customer journey where it can amplify the um, user's performance, right? Identifying what is the big idea. So as I talked about, like, what's the theme? What is that big idea that around that you are building this experience? So as I said, like maybe, for example, hyper-personalization. So then everything run or everything uh, basically thought through around that one point and then the data everything you need around that and another thing is identifying patterns uh, in the data so this is something really helpful for us uh, to understand what type of patterns as you also scale the design and then uh, the standard design uh, phase where you actually uh, lo-fi hi-fi uh, mock-ups and test those before you actually get into development because it is very critical to test it before you actually model it because again very simple fact is you don't want to develop something which is not working for you right so and the cost factor so testing refining and then standardizing once you refine based on user feedback standardize it again when i say standardize it is basically uh, thinking about the design system pattern library all of that and then develop and the same process every cycle uh, you keep rotating or keep doing the same process so that's the process which uh, i follow Thank you so much, Ria. So now let's talk about the other way around, uh, which is like, can machine learning be used for better UX? What's your opinion on this and any few examples that you can state? So I'm, I'm assuming you're saying machine learning for better UX as in uh, better user experience, right? So yes, certainly it can be used um, for creating a better experience Um but here, I, I would say that uh, we don't want to use machine learning just for using for the heck of it, right? You want to first really validate the need of machine learning, whether it's really required, whether what kind of impact is going to have on the business and user performance. So, and as I said, like how machine learning can solve the problem uniquely for you. So if you have those answers, yes, yes, definitely we can go ahead and um, consider um, using machine learning in that particular user experience. For example, uh, I work with service cloud. So uh, for service agent uh, in customer service, it is the important KPIs or metrics are uh, basically average response time, customer satisfaction, NPS score, right? So use of ML should be justifiable effort and investment as it will help business and the customer boost their performance by providing automation, personalization, and intelligence. So this kind of scenario, as I talked about a service scenario, right? Where by providing machine learning uh, strength, user is able to uh, close more tickets uh, more rapidly and he can serve, uh, agent can serve uh, more customers. So it's beneficial for his performance as well as uh, organizations uh, profitability so yeah that's that's what i feel uh, definitely machine learning can be used for better ux thank you so much Ria. so how can we leverage design thinking and building and scaling these ml based products so design thinking process i i just explained that i talked about that so i'll talk about uh in terms of scalability ml needs to scale at four level that's what i feel first of all it's an organization level in terms of 
the collaboration with different teams, the infra- infrastructure. Uh, second is process. So in terms of planning, what kind of data we really need, uh, whether we have that data, so all those validations, planning for that. What are the best practices, right, that we want to focus on? So that's one. Then community, uh, preparing a community around that, right? So machine learning community. So training people, uh, employees, all of that. Then third is technology. So looking at the end-to-end workflows, architecture. And the fourth one is design, which basically I always feel design is standing in a, a designer is standing in a sweet spot where we have uh, visibility to business, user, and um, technology. So it's our responsibility to look at all three. And our design is basically looking at the end-to-end user journey, understanding the user intent. And then once you design it, how you can scale it using design system. So as a designer, uh, I I feel... that's our superpower that we can visualize all these three components together and help uh, product team to come up with something really cool. Uh, another thing uh, in terms of uh, discovery phase, uh, I would say it's important to identify what's the impact of ML on user and business in the overall customer journey where ML can add value and achieve um, that what data we have and what data we need and use cases. So all these things are required to, in terms of uh, actually building a scalable uh, machine learning experience. And as a designer, we should start identifying or defining those patterns uh, and build an ML-focused design system so that... uh, it can be rapidly produced. And one of the really good example, a couple of good example I, I would like to talk about is, uh, one is actually Google has created a ML kit for development uh, team. So uh, Google for mobile developers. So it's basically all the machine learning system which uh, development team can uh, use to produce uh, uh, faster ML uh, scenario. And another great example is, I guess everyone knows Uber, how they have scaled the overall ML uh, across Uber, right, at uh, various platforms. So that's another great example. Thank you so much, Ria. So can you please share with us how does your typical day look like at SAP and any interesting stories? <laughs> the current setup, while we uh, we all are working from home, the day looks a little different than being in the office. It's certainly giving me more flexibility and more time to achieve a lot of things uh, on the work front and personal front. Uh, I usually block my time for office activities and personal activities. That way I can focus on both um, both fronts. As uh, many times I have early morning calls, uh, late night calls with my team members from other locations. So blocking time for these two uh, parts really helps me. Then um, since and another thing is like we are missing seeing each other as a team member, uh, especially like uh, as a design team, we are so used to working collaboratively. So we all miss that. So what we do is uh, whenever we have time, uh, we actually play some online games where it's really fun. Like uh, for some time we laugh, we uh, joke and it's like uh, it's time. It feels like, okay, we are together again. Of course, the feeling is not same, but at least we spend some nice time working, uh, playing with each other. And then another thing I do is I have a group of meditators uh, at SAP where um, we all meditate twice a week for 30 minutes. 
uh, again online but um, that feels very nice so these are few things which i try to do because obviously we are not going out anywhere but then lot of these things can be done so that's what i try to do thank you so much riya for all these wonderful insights we'll conclude this show by you recommending three favorite books of yours and also people who inspire you the most in this space so um i listen to podcast uh, these days more since it is more convenient uh, while i'm driving or i'm doing some other work but there are few books uh, are my favorite all time favorite i would say as they have helped me uh, particularly at a certain stage in my career so first one is uh, 100 things every designer needs to know about people so this is the book by susan weinstein um, i'm fortunate to get an opportunity to work with susan in past and i loved her simplicity in teaching the concepts uh, these design concepts so this book is uh, focused uh, focused on um, physiology of design the book combines behavioral science and research with practical examples that provides guidance to every designer they need especially at a early stage of their career the second book is uh, hooked by neer eyal Uh, which uh, it's a, it's also a very famous book i read this book when i was shifting to product design from consulting uh, i had done product earlier but then it is more like moving to the product organization and that's where uh, i read this book and uh, he has re- really beautifully explained how to build habit forming product and influence consumer uh, behavior by using his hook model which basically uh, trigger action variable reward and investment so that really helped me uh, in terms of learning how re- how do you really go for it third book i would say is uh, communication arts again i am coming from a advertising background uh, i always have inclination toward looking for the creative uh, side of it right so i have been using communication arts for many years now um, i used to get the printed copy of the book earlier but later i switched to online version coming from uh, again multidisciplinary background i love to also keep myself updated updated on what's happening in the field of visual communication there are good creative columns shared by renowned designers so it's interesting to hear their ideas their thought and also keep myself updated on visual design trends that really helps me uh, keep my knowledge current on the creative uh, aspect of design in terms of people um, who inspired me i would say all the women leader i have worked with uh, during my journey right from i would say my school days till now they really inspired me uh, and being a woman i could uh, relate to their professional journey the challenges they might have faced and the way they have overcome with those so it was amazing learning from each one of them i also admire a uh, woman leader uh, that we have in industry right now and apart from that i feel uh, inspiration can be found anywhere so i won't take any particular name but i feel we just have to look for it i feel inspiration i feel inspired by my family my friends my colleagues or even kids when i'm teaching them uh, design thinking because the the kind of amazing energy and um, the, uh, basically they are not afraid of uh, thinking out of the box so that really inspires me and uh, yeah it's everywhere so you just need to have a self awareness of what inspires you so yeah that's that's what that's from where i get inspiration for myself thank you so much riya for your wonderful time we are looking forward to host you again in our upcoming episodes 
Thank you so much, Tej. Uh, it was lovely chatting with you, and I hope uh, this learning help others also. Whatever I have, thanks. Thank you.